Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WrestleLore Podcast. I am uh, your host, Ethan Sandoval, and I am joined, as always, by the uh, Goldberg Pyro to my security guards, uh, Mr. Devo. How's it going, Ethan? Doing well out there? Sure. I'm yeah. sleepy. Sleeping? Rough day. Sleepy. Been, been recording some uh, some Knights of the Sounds table. Yeah, we've recorded uh, session one of the new campaign, so that'll be coming out in a couple weeks. Here we had to go on hiatus due to a bunch of stuff, but uh, we're we're gonna come back. Well, that's awesome. Uh, we are in uh, the month of November, which means we are in uh, uh, Survivor Series season, I guess, and uh, mm-hmm. in the old days, Starcade season, but uh, not so much mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, but today, uh, you know, we've, we've done uh, our uh, underrated wrestlers, uh, so I mm-hmm. think today we're going to delve into the world of overrated wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Overrated wrestlers. Uh, and uh, so, you know, what do you, what do you think makes an overrated wrestler, just to, just to begin with? Well, th- there's, there's, just as there's different types of underrated, there are different types of overrated. I think wrestlers who got more than they should have, a la Jinder Mahal. But, and, like, that's overrated by the company. But then there's overrated by the fans. Yeah. A la, I think some people might say Rey Mysterio kind of falls into that category. Like, yeah. he just did the same, he just did the same shtick for, like, I, I, Rob Van Dam, I think, kind of does too. Like, they've, they fell in. They just did the same shtick for yeah multiple decades. You know they did and the same like, shtick for multiple decades, but they did it well. They did it well, right? Like yeah, they're they're. I don't particularly agree with that. I was looking at a list, but uh, I, uh, I I I don't know. Like I've got this list here, and I don't agree with a lot of it. Okay, but like the. I think an overhyped one might be like the Sandman in terms of like fan love. Yeah, okay. Or you know, like fans love him, but he's really he's an really entrance. Not that great. He's an entrance. Yeah, Sandman's an entrance. That that that's all he is, uh, for the most part. I mean, um... or like the Ultimate Warrior is a great one, or the most well known Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, Hulkster is tough because. From a wrestling standpoint, he's certainly not good, right? He's got, mm-hmm. you know, perhaps the originator of the five moves of doom. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was an icon, so I don't really know. Like, I mean, the business isn't the business without him, I don't think. So, no, and you're right. Yeah. I mean, like, he was, he was an icon, but like, yeah, I, I, he, there were far better wrestlers that, I don't know. I think could have done as well. Um, maybe not in his era, though. Like he. Yeah, it is. It is very weird that like, and I know that he didn't always have it, but uh, it is very weird that the man who became like everybody talks about. He he had this great body and physique, and I was like, did you not see his hair? But like, yeah. Like that's what gets me. Is like he, he kind of goes. Well, and gets I, I was on that. just earlier today watching a match of his against Muda in Japan. Yeah, and I was like, "Why? Why didn't we see this? This is great." Oh, was he going at it, going hard? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he 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 was doing like arm bars and drop toe holds. He hit the leg drop, but in Japan that didn't like fly as a finish. Yeah, so he had to do the axe bomber, which um, is what he uses in um uh, the movie, which right? is what he uses no the hold, movie, yeah, yeah, no yeah. holds barred, holds barred, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's okay. So, uh, where, where do you, where is your list emanating from? All right. So this is very, uh, I don't like this list at all. It's on the essential BS.com. Okay. Uh, and author is essential BS contributor. Okay. And it's very obviously their list. And not of overrated wrestlers. Yeah, and th- not this like is the fan voted list. The thirty most overrated wrestlers from the EssentialBS.com. I'm assuming. And I've got another one There's from a... the Delight. Okay. D e l i t e, which is twenty five. Um, 
Now let's see. There's yeah. a uh, there's a list that is, uh, and this one is ex- exhaustive because it's a ranker list. So there is there is a ranker list which would be sort of fan voted on uh, that you can do of the most overrated. This these lists are so weird. They have somebody on this list that was on our underrated list. Okay, which is which is Carlito. Okay. Okay. So first of all, when was this? When were these lists created? Okay, this list came out in July of 2019. Okay, that okay, that list came out in July of 2019. So, all right. So yeah, that that that's this is the one from the delight. Okay. The delight. I don't know about this list from 2000 and or, I'm sorry from uh whatever the fuck this is called the BS one. The, I, I think essential it, BS. I think the BS one was uh from uh. This uh, tw- it's fa- 2019, yeah. It's fairly recent because it's got Shinsuke on it. Yeah, which it, is a really bad call. It's got yeah, it's it's 2019. Yeah, it's 2019. So there. This is, is very obviously a hype, hyper WWE mark. Okay, there is a Bleacher Report one, but it is relative. It's relatively old, so you know. Um, there. Mm-hmm. Let's see this. Uh, yeah, the, the Bleacher Report one is from 2011, so that's a, a, a ways ago. Oh, my God. The 22 most overrated wrestlers of the last decade, Bleacher Report has fucking Shelton Benjamin on it. And when did that come out? Uh, let me take a look. What is it past thinking to those guys? Yeah. Like he's so un. It came out in 2011. Okay, yeah, I think that's the 20. Yeah, okay, that's this one here as well. Uh, he's so underrated, he became overrated. What? <laughs> okay, I, I get what they're saying. What? I get what they're saying. I, I get that that argument. It's like I think when you mentioned while well, ago Shinsuke, that's kind of where that's coming from. Is like so. We have to we have to set some parameters here. Then, if we're if we're talking about guys like Shinsuke Nakamura and, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so do we only count main roster? <clears throat> no, I mean I I don't only count main roster. I don't also don't only just count WWE. No, I know, but like, but you just said it while ago, like you know Hulk Hogan being overrated, and you saw that you know good match in Japan. You know, whereas and I think that's where you're getting these guys on those lists like Shinsuke, where people are going, yeah, he's great in NXT and all in, J- in Japan and everything else. But what has he done on the main roster? Everybody was like he, you know, he essentially became an entrance in the main roster. Right. All right. So, yeah. well, let's go with them anyway. Let's go with whichever one you want to go with and we'll go down it. Uh I mean, I think there's some usual suspects on there, but we'll see. Uh, oh, yeah, like there's a few. Like the BS list has thirty. Yeah. on it. Well, let's let, it, let's uh, let's get to her here, and let's just fucking go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So number one, Hulk Hogan, obviously. Oh, we're going top sure. to bottom. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think this one's in order, personally. Oh, okay. Number yeah, Hulk Hogan definitely. You know, again, changed the you know superstar of an era, changed mm-hmm. the business, but. I mean, and it is, you know, the the thing is that like he's got, he's got those moments, you know, that are just going to be iconic forever, uh, which is right. you know slamming Andre, uh, you know, turning at Bash at the Beach, you know, creating the NWO, uh, banging Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, you know, all those things are just you know iconic moments that are just going to you know, make him, you know, there, but I mean, it is, it is five moves of doom. So, you know, and okay. So again, on that, uh, when we talk about underrated and overrated, are we dealing with a thing where if they're under with our underrated list, were those guys that were, I think the thing is to be truly underrated, you got to be the total package. Right. And I don't mean Lex Luger, uh, Mm -hmm. cause we know what list he goes on, uh, but uh, but no, like you have to be able to do the mic and the wrestling, but then just either not used properly or just people didn't ever get what you were doing and, or respect you. To be mm-hmm. overrated, I think you've gotten massive pushes and fans for some reason also like you, even though there's like a massive chunk of your game missing. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which with Hulk Hogan would be the wrestling side. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, if we're going with a massive chunk of your game missing, get Brett hard on this goddamn list. Okay. So uh, you're a Sean guy. No, I'm not a Sean guy either. I just Brett. Brett is great in the ring. That motherfucker can't has has less charisma than a corpse. That dude is a vacuum of excitement. So the only time that Brett really had decent charisma was that heel run he had toward the end of his WWE career. Yeah, that was okay. Like he. He was okay with that, you know, but it wasn't certainly enough to to you know light light anything on fire. Um, who do we got after the Hulkster there, Ethan? Your favorite and my favorite, a Diesel. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, yes, yes. Again, again, like so many people are wrestling fans because of Kevin Nash and the NWO, but. Nice. But he is just not. And, and, yeah, it, just, and, and if you ask them, why do you like Kevin Nash? The jackknife, bro. And I don't even like the jackknife. I would say it's throwing Rey Mysterio into a trailer like a dart. Like that—that's the one Kevin Nash moment that I pop for the most, right? Yeah. But I mean, you can't—you know—can't deny that pop he got at that at that Royal Rumble that time when Diesel's horn hit. You know, so. But, but yeah, even at the Rumble. It's a like, rumble. I, rumble pops don't count. Yeah, uh, rumble. Yeah, and so bushwhackers get a pop in the rumble. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I guess, yeah, he's definitely overrated. Uh, I mean, WWE tried to push him to the moon and uh, could not uh, get anybody yeah. to buy into his reign. So, he's certain... like, I'm not taking that bump. <laughs> and the fact that he was, you know, so instrumental. Uh, you know, in, in like sort of booking himself and all that stuff that kind of put him over when he's in WCW. And then he just was so very self-important, you know, like, mm-hmm. so who do we got next on there? We got your absolute favorite, mm-hmm. the man that you have a poster of above your bed. Mm-hmm. So you can go to sleep looking at him every night. Lex Luger. Yeah. And okay. So this is one that is, there are two of these people on the list that I, I know because I know Goldberg will be on the list, right? Uh, right? And Luger and Goldberg are people that, and again, these are these are the wrestling fans that were wrestling fans in the late '90s, so they were you know NWO and Attitude Era wrestling fans, and mm-hmm. they to this day love Lex Luger and Bill Goldberg. Like it's so mm-hmm. when WWE trots out Bill Goldberg, I get it. Like people, like like legit. We I think it was last year sometime. One of the moments where Goldberg was main eventing, and they're like, "Oh, I want to see Goldberg." And it's like, why? Yeah. And same thing with Luger. Lu, you know, they <laughs> like no one wanted Lex Luger, but he was mm-hmm. he was always there in the main event picture, and I just do not know why he was like again a charisma vacuum. Mm-hmm. Like the narcissist gimmick kind of worked a little mm-hmm. bit, but it was that horrible era of WWE that it so it didn't really. It kind of worked because Bobby Heenan coming in his pants is why it kind of worked. True, true. Heenan does get over you know any gimmick uh, that's given his way, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I just you know I don't think anyone can point to a good Lex Luger match. Can you point mm-hmm. to a good Lex Luger promo? I mean, my, my only favorite Lex Luger promo is the, my t-shirts don't die too, Billy. My favorite Lex Luger promo is the one that's been jiffified, where he's got like his hands behind his head, and then he starts playing guitar on his abs, but then plays guitar on his dick as well. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, well that's neat, but it's well, not- yeah, well, there's the other one, the I don't know. <laughs> oh. the, the, my t-shirts don't die too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know. I don't know. That it just seems like a no-brainer that he's going to be on that list just because people love him for some reason and I just cannot for the life of me understand why. He's got the beef. I guess. I don't know. He's uh, got the forearm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. The forearm. Um Now uh Yeah, I mean, can you think of anything good about Lex Luger? No, oh, no. No. No, so this is a no-brainer on the list. What do we got next? 
we got the ultimate warrior. You're welcome, God. I kind of hate him so much. Okay. So, with Warrior and Hogan, mm-hmm. this is where I can kind of go, all right, wrestling is ultimately for children. Uh, and I can see why the Ultimate Warrior was popular. He ran down to the ring. He won squash matches, all this fun stuff. No substance whatsoever, right? Right. As you about bit it in the chair there? <laughs> No, I I have this thing and I flung it up with my phone. Oh, I thought, guys, I it. we were on a uh, Facebook uh, live call here, and I thought uh, I thought Mr. Sandoval was about to fall back over in his chair. <laughs> nope. <laughs> which I would have just catching this thing. Which I would have laughed for a while on that one. Uh, yeah. So Ultimate Warrior. I mean, obviously, and you know, just again, uh, I think you can see there's some different people on this list. I'm sure that are going to be just huge in certain times when WCW tried to bring warrior in for the Hogan feud. That's when you know, we were like, okay, yeah, this guy is garbage. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, and just constantly, you know, screwing the pooch in a WWE, just not getting it right or whatever. So man, you know, the thing is I thought like, I think with the over underrated wrestlers, there's a lot more debate to be done and maybe we'll get some names on this list here in a little bit that we can disagree with. But so far, this is, uh, you know, this is pretty chalk. Well, I, no, I, I agree with all this. Uh, uh, we're going to come up to a name here in a second. Okay. I think we will agree with. Yeah. Uh, or disagree with. Sorry. So Goldberg is next. And obviously, fuck Goldberg. Still like, around, still ruining pay-per-views. Like, Probably what the worst match of the last few years was him and Undertaker or whatever in Saudi. Yeah, that was bad. Like, yeah, that was that was bad. He comes back, he beats the fiend for some reason. That oh, it was frustrating as fuck. Yeah, I look. I will say him and Lesnar's feud was fine. It was okay. It was okay. I didn't hate it. I was okay with it. Like, I wish he didn't have to squash Owens, and I like I wish he didn't have to squash so many like good wrestlers. But him, their match at Mania was like everything it needed to be. It was like short, sweet, to the point. Get the fuck out of here, Goldberg. Yeah, and, and the thing is that they didn't need to have him squash anybody. Yeah, they didn't. Like Goldberg can show up, do his thing, and leave. That's he doesn't need to squash anybody. But yet they, for some reason, WWE just seems like they. I guess they just feel that everyone has a super short memory and they just don't care about, you know, squashing people and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, but whatever, who do we got next? Cause we all agree. Goldberg sucks. Yeah. The next one on this list, I think we disagree with. Okay. The rock. So what is there? Do they give any justification for why they, they do? Okay. What is their justification? They say, for, yeah. We don't hate the rock. We do. However, think he was a pretty mediocre wrestler. When he was in the ring, he was able to entertain crowds, which is what you want in a wrestler. Um, the only problem with The Rock was when the mic was down, he was boring. The People's Elbow was a terrible closer, and he stole the sharpshooter bit from Bret Hart. So, okay. I guess if... I, guess, I understand what they're saying, yeah. but they, they, um, they, they destroy their point in their justification. Yeah. When he was in the ring, he was able to entertain crowds. Guess what? That's what you're supposed to do. He did what he needed yeah. to do. Well, I mean, so if we're, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, they're trying to say that his wrestling wasn't the greatest or whatever. But, yeah, and he is, again, The Rock is kind of a, you know, a five moves of doom type of guy to an extent. But to an extent. He, but he, but, but he yeah. also does it energetically and, like, sells like a motherfucker. And so, like, he is entertaining when he's doing his moves. Yeah, he's got he's got great expression on his face. Like, that's one of the reasons I hate Bret Hart mm-hmm. is because he just looks so bored. Yeah, and and I will say, I think back, you know, difference between, like, say, The Rock and Hogan. Mm-hmm. If I think about a Hogan match, I can, you know, outside of, like, kind of the WCW era when it kind of went off the rails, but, like, it, but it still kind of stayed the same, uh, especially the Dungeon of Doom times. Uh, but uh, when I think of a Hogan match in the WWF, I think of 
I, I can like plot out what's going to happen. Right, exactly. exactly. You know exactly what's going to happen. He's going to fight a guy bigger than him who's going to squash him for most of the match. And then Hogan's going to hulk up. He's going to hit him with two punches. He's going to hit him with a big boot. He's going to hit him with a leg drop. And he's going to win. Yeah. It's very formulaic. And and while I do agree, I hate, like, if it's not done in a comedic way, like moves like the five-knuckle shuffle, the people's elbow, mm. like mm. any of that stuff, like that should not be a f- ever the thing is, a finisher. The thing is with the people's elbow and why I don't care, like I don't, Yeah. a lot of people hate the people's elbow. I don't like it, but I'm just super indifferent to it, is it was always preceded by a pretty, like the rock bottom looks like it hurts. Yeah. You are slamming your opponent's weight onto the back of their head and neck, right? And to me, the rock bottom was just like a flashy exclamation point. And I mean, like, yeah, getting hit in this chest with somebody's elbow. I mean, the rock was like two two fifty. Like it was still hurt. Yeah. Like I, you know what I mean. So, so I, you know, again, I think I get what they're saying, but I don't necessarily agree with it uh, on that. Oh, sorry about the ding, everybody. That was me trying to schedule another podcast. So there you go. Because uh, that's what I do on Sundays now. Uh, but yeah, all right. So yeah, I don't agree with The Rock being on there. I, I also don't... I, I mean, I don't like his sharpshooter. I think it, it looks weird. When oh, he no, does. his sharpshooter is really bad. It just, I agree it just looks that. weird when he does it. So, uh, But you know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't agree with that one. Who they got next? Brock Lesnar. Hmm. Modern Brock Lesnar, certainly. First run Brock Lesnar, I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Like, just, you know, a beast, just like destroying all that fun stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's just. The WWE. Yeah, like, they're, they are saying he's been overrated since day one. They're saying there's something wrong with the guy that enters the main roster and holds the most coveted championship in just five months. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I mean, Seamus did pretty much the same thing. Yeah, Seamus did the same. But I mean, like, I mean, like, again, I they the fatigue of it is that he's been booked down our throats, right? Like, right. Yeah, and then they go to the fact that he's like a part timer, and like, I get that. Like, I yeah, I was very tired of Brock being fucking, you know, the final boss of wrestling. Yeah. Yes, I get that, and I totally agree with that. He got very boring after a long time. But I don't think he's overrated. I think he's, like, over-dependent upon. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, definitely. I guess the... Because pro- Brock can fucking go, dude. He can go. Let me... Like Brock let- versus Angle is one of... Brock versus Angle in their Iron Man match on SmackDown is legitimately one of the best matches ever. So let me ask you this. With Brock, mm-hmm. is it possible for him to be a non-part, to be a full-timer? Like, can you see Brock Lesnar mm. doing a mid-card feud? No, 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 no. I don't think it is possible for Brock to be a part-timer, especially with how they've booked him. Yeah. Uh, or, like, be a mid-carder and not a part-timer. Like, I just, it just I agree. It does, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, he, he doesn't need the belt anymore. Like, no. he doesn't need, like... Uh, no, because clearly Randy Orton needs the belt. That's Send him down to NXT. <laughs> you know, send Brock down to NXT and just have him toss people like fucking. Pizza. Yeah, I don't think the uh, whatever six million dollars or whatever it is a year uh, Vince is going to go for uh, Brock being on NXT. So, yeah. like, I remember when there were rumors of him like going to AEW, and I was like, no, he's not. Why would they do that? That is dumb. <laughs> like, no, like just just no. What we got up there next? Sanda Psycho Sid. Psycho Sid. Oh. I thought you were going to say Psycho Sawyer. There's no way you can under overrate Psycho oh. Sawyer. He's Psycho, you know, so. Yeah. Psycho Sid, yeah. Uh, I always liked Sid when I was a kid, um, but I 100% get where they're coming from. 
Like, I yeah. mean, again, you know, what's a theme, a theme that we've sort of had a little bit so far are big guys. So a lot of this yeah. is just, you know, promoters pushing big guys on us and thinking mm -hmm. that wrestlers need to be huge. Uh, which I will say, uh, you know, we're coming off uh, last week. Uh, did you catch any of the Halloween Havoc from last week for NXT? Just no. a little side note. No? No. It was awesome. Like, it was oh, okay. it was really, really cool. Really, really fun. Uh, boy, I, I don't want to make this a horny podcast, but, like, the Rhea Ripley match against, I believe, Dakota Stevens or something? Dakota, Dakota Kai? No, 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 no. This was a... This was... This was another. This was another bigger uh, white lady, uh, and by bigger I mean um, just like Rhea Ripley size. Not uh, yeah. And it was it was basically like something you don't get to see. I saw someone say it. Uh, it was something that you didn't get to see very much in the WWE or really anywhere, which is a uh, a big hoss, uh, big hoss girls match. Women's yeah. match, right? You don't uh oh, Raquel or sorry, Raquel Gonzalez is who it was. And uh oh, okay. and they it was a great match. It was uh, incredibly hot, <laughs> just to be honest with you. Uh and then the whole thing was good. Like uh, you know, they they really hammed it up on the it was the most Halloweeny Halloween havoc ever. Shotzi oh, Shotzi oh, Shotzi Blackheart hosted, they brought back the spin the wheel, make the deal, you know, all that. It was great. <laughs> Yeah, they had the table ladders and scares match. They'd had a, they did a uh, sort of a semi cinematic uh, like haunted house type match that was pretty funny. Like uh, it was really good all the way around. Uh, Joey Gargano uh, won back the North American title in a banger of an opening match. So, uh, and then uh, uh, Io Shirai retained the women's title uh, at the end. And it was it was a good 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 episode. Uh, they beat AEW for the first time in a year, I think in the ratings. So I guess if they want to keep doing gimmick pay-per-view gimmick weekends, they can do that, but uh, otherwise they won't. But I, I don't know. I just brought that up because we're right after Halloween and uh, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, who, who's next on that list there? All right. So you were talking about divas mm -hmm. and here's one for you. Sable. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, Super obvious. like Sable, like she shouldn't, I, I guess, I guess given the popularity that she had, you had to put her in the ring to wrestle, but she shouldn't have wrestled. She wasn't a wrestler. She was she was there to have big boobs. Yeah, I mean that like putting Sable on this list, you can put like an entire generation of divas. You know, like it's not their fault. It's like they were there for a thing and then the company was like, well, you need to do this other thing that you're woefully unprepared for. Yeah. And then it went great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So, I mean, like, it's not, it is not her fault in this case. No, it's not her yeah. fault. And, and the other thing is here, like, if you want, if I want to give you divas that I think are over, or women's wrestlers that I think are overrated, like, maybe they're on the list, but I don't know. But like the Bella Twins, I can't, I can't stand them. Oh, yeah. They're, like, they're 100% on this list. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. They're on at least one list. Okay. Uh, maybe not this one, but they're on. Uh, oh nope, they're there. Okay. They're way down. All there. right. Who do we got? The next one, I disagree with. The Big Show. Yeah, yeah. The Big Show had a <sighs> Big Show's the Big Show's career is very. I don't think you can boil down to him. I think you have to boil it down to bad booking. Really? Well, I think like, yeah. we need a guy to be a bad guy and then be a good guy. I think they there was a calculation on how often he heel turned, and it was like two times per, or like turned. Yeah. And it was like two times per year. Yeah, and, like, and, and, and that can't does do that. Yeah, it, and it because that that'll lead to to fatigue with it. And if you're not giving the guy the solid book, but I mean, he had you know, Jarrah Show was a great was a good run when they were doing Jarrah Show was great. I really liked his feud with Mark Henry. I thought it was fine. Yeah, and I th know? I think the thing is he quickly went from being legitimate threat to mm -hmm. being illegitimate threat that's going to put over a person, right? Right. It was a, exactly. It was a pretty quick transition uh to that in the WWE. So uh so yeah, I don't know like uh how 
like he you know he's he's perfectly serviceable to do promos he works with what he's been given uh he did put guys over like you know mm-hmm. he but even yeah, like no, i don't i don't think you can say big shit even the heel turn really shit don't. but even the heel turn shit was like like maybe not necessarily heel turns but like sort of direction turns like that stuff was even happening to him in wcw like Right. It's like yeah. Dungeon of Doom, then an NWO, no longer in the NWO, joins the Dungeon of Doom, then leaves the Dungeon mm-hmm. of Doom, back in the NWO. Like, yeah, it's, it's and like a, they, they, the, the thing says Big Show was just too lazy for his own good. I mean, maybe. Which is like, get fucked. The yeah. dude has a medical condition. Yeah, I mean, like, just, I mean, just. You know, like, fuck you. Yeah. Man, who do we got? Listen, Zach Gowan just couldn't run the ropes fast enough. <laughs> Um, For those of you that don't know, Zach Gowan is the one-legged wrestler. So, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I know. Fuck off. I'm saying, but like, here's yeah. another one. I don't know if I. No, yeah, I'm not saying fuck off to you. I'm saying fuck yeah. off to this list. Yeah. Um, here's another one. I'm not sure. I I can see where they're coming from, Batista. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. I but. But here's the okay. Here's the problem with them including Batista on this list. Mm-hmm. Do you know any Batista fans? Yeah, I don't know anybody who's like Batista's my favorite wrestler. Like so, can but you... he was dude. He was mega popular. I I guess like, in his heyday. Yeah, I suppose. But like, especially like the SmackDown era where he was with Eddie, and then briefly after that. Like, 2008 is where he drew But here's the thing. Batista's heel gimmicks... Anytime Batista was a heel, he was so fucking good. Like, especially the Gimme My Spotlight era of Batista. Yeah. Where he was feuding with Cena. Oh, my God. That was such a good heel run. Well, yeah, I guess. I just... I don't remember... I remember him being, obviously, champion and everything else. I just don't remember... I don't remember anyone ever like getting super jazzed for Batista the same way that maybe people like would mark out every once in a while for the big show or definitely for Hogan and those guys. I mean, so yeah, I mean, I, I get where they're coming from a little bit, but he is entertaining. So I don't know that. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I disagree. I, I disagree with that one. I like Batista. Uh, I mean, he's not going to be in like my top ten favorite wrestlers, but he's not. He's nowhere near. He should put us in his worst. next movie. Ooh, I'd love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> how did you guys get in this movie? We offhandedly talked about Batista in a listicle episode, and was like, "All right, put us in your movie, Batista." So here we are. I'm now yeah. Groot two. All right, yeah. what do you got? Uh, uh. John Chain. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Cena kind of uh, salvaged some of his, some of it a little bit in recent years, I think, you know. But certainly, what are their justifications for John Cena? Uh, The problem was that he was entertaining, but he was the WWE's leading man for way too long. Um, They talk about pointless bullshit. At the end of the day, he was a beefed up muscle head with a little athleticism. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I mean, give the man credit. While I thought it was cheesy as all get out, his rapper gimmick went over with people. Yeah. I mean, so if we're sitting here going, and and it's another one of the things like because we could easily say that John Cena is a five moves of doom guy, but there are oh. matches where he did not do that. No, of it, course. Yeah, where he went right and. At, at a certain point, you have to ask, well, <laughs> why would he, like, go all out if he doesn't need to, I guess? And he's still right. going to be over as hell. So, like, uh, I don't know, man. It's tough. Everybody, you know, I, I don't don't get me wrong. I'm happy to hate on John Cena just as anybody else. Yeah. I don't. John Cena sucks. But I don't John know. Uh, but once again, I don't know if you can be considered overrated if, like, half the crowd hates you. <laughs> right, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Again, like, they're they're talking about, like, there's a difference between overrated and overutilized. Yeah. You know? Like, um, so I, I think about that. Here, the next three. Okay. I mean, the next, the one after this one and the one after that. Or, yeah. Jeff Jarrett's next. 
does what okay hmm what why where what's Jeff, Jeff Jarrett did what he could bless his heart the problem with double J is that he just couldn't compare to others in the game he was a lesser wrestler everyone knew that he reached his rank because he knew how to play the game and Vince Russo fans never bought him as the main event so why was he pushed so hard well because he you know knew the business so <laughs> yeah uh yeah what are your thoughts on on, on double J Jeff Jarrett I've seen one match with him in WWE, so I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought he was, uh, he's a very weird hybrid that he seems like a territorial wrestler that just made it lucked into yeah. to being a man. Oh, yeah. He, you, he, you can tell he like, that, that's a Memphis guy. Like yeah. If, like him and Lawler. You're just like, mm, you're yeah. Memphis guys. Yeah. They go together. Right. So, Mm-hmm. Again, um, I guess given his, I well, because I always forget his WCW stuff because I wasn't watching WCW at that point. So, mm-hmm. like, I forget how he was pushed so much there. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he showed, even though it was dumb that he was on TV, he he showed that he could still go recent. Like, what was it like two years ago or whatever, where he came back and was had yeah. a little, had a little run. So. Yeah, I don't know that he's that overrated. I guess if you factor in the WCW stuff and how he pushed himself a lot with global force wrestling and all that fun stuff, then, then yeah. So, all right, here's a weird one. Okay. One man gang. Hmm. Huh. You're going to have to give me the justification on this. We want this gang to disperse. One man gang was a regional star that tried to reinvent himself a few times. He had a tough look about him and one of the hardest heads in wrestling, but he wasn't good enough to be a main event star. The stuff just wasn't there. Okay, so I don't, but I don't think he's overrated at all. I think everybody, yeah. no one goes one man gang like, yeah, man, you know who the best wrestler ever is? One man gang. One man gang to me is always just uh, the guy who got second in the first rumble. Yeah, or or he's just there to like be a tough guy to yeah. be at an, a mid card angle. It's really hard for me to think that any mid carder is overrated. And, oh, absolutely. And if you say if you say one man gang, I'm thinking like yeah, I'm sure he's maybe had a title shot somewhere sometime, but it's certainly probably some intercontinental or something like that. But like I just think of him as a mid card guy, so I'm just like okay, yeah. Like, this guy just seems to have a vendetta against the one-man gang. I don't know. It really does. Yeah. Next one is Akeem. Jinder Mahal. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Does. How does this work? Jinder should never Jinder. should never have been a champion. Right, yeah. Jinder Mahal could have been a contender. He could have been an incredible trailblazer but he didn't have much in terms of personality in the ring he was so boring that fans didn't even care about his 170 day reign as wwe champion which was the longest up until that point huh this is I, I, jinder mahal's not overrated he just sucks like jinder mahal is the is the fault of the company being like, we got to get more popular in India. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all Jinder Mahal is. Yeah, we got to get like, more popular in India, and oh, look how muscular he is now. Like, like, And we can use him as a weird foreign heel. So it's, it's checking off Vince's, like, you know, boxes of how to book things. And, yeah, I mean, you know what? I'll say this. Good for gender for uh, making the best of it. You know, you got to be world champion. Good for you, mm. bud. Good for you. Yeah. Who do we got? Bobby Lashley. 100% agree. I have never, yeah, I, I would never understood what. I remember when he came back, people were excited. They're like, oh, the stuff he was doing in Impact. It's like, oh, okay. Like, one impact is a weird place. I don't know if you've seen what's been going on in impact recently, but there was a 
wedding in Impact that ended with someone getting shot. <laughs> Just going, and then Tommy Dreamer yelling, who shot whatever, basically doing their own Dallas impersonation or whatever. So not a Bo Dallas impersonation. Who? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, yeah, Bobby Lashley is exists. He's <laughs> a wrestler that does the occasional suplex. I would say he's currently doing what he should have, like, he's currently doing about the best I could expect from Bobby Lashley, which is being part of the Hurt business and being the, yeah. the strong man of the group, right? Did you hear he might be feuding with Brock? Oh, I feel, well, that's going to be pretty easy. Who's going to win that one? So, yep. <laughs> feed, uh, feed him to Brock. Uh, up next, Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. I will agree that if all you'd ever heard is how great this guy is, yeah. And then all you'd ever seen are his main roster matches. Then you can yeah. 100% say Shinsuke Nakamura is overrated. Yeah. Because even when he was supposed to have the spotlight, you know, the big WrestleMania match, mm-hmm. even when that was like, we were supposed to have this amazing match. It just didn't come to fruition. But I don't think that's his fault. They didn't give him enough time. I'm not saying they were it- like, you're going to, you're going to take one Styles clash and it's over. Well, I'm I'm not saying that it's his fault. I'm saying that based upon what you've seen, if you've only seen main roster stuff, right. then you're going to say that he is overrated. Like I Yeah, fair. I would like to know who this guy is that wrote this. Mm-hmm. Maybe look him up. Bet he's got some uh Yeah, like cuz like they put the blame on Nakamura. They yeah. go, Nakamura didn't have a chance. Hyping someone up is one of the most reciting wrestlers in history. It will never go well. Nakamura didn't, simply couldn't live up to his reputation. Yeah, but again, that's not his fault. He can't control yeah. how they're booking him, right? And yeah. we could say that about, you could literally say that about like 95% of the female wrestlers that are amazing in NXT. And then when they go through the reverse filtration system or whatever, the filtration system that is the main roster, they just become bland, like just here's nothing, right? Like only recently with like Sasha and Bailey, have you seen any like just like going hard on for for female wrestlers on the main roster? You're really good at predicting when a female wrestler is next on the list. (laughs) Okay. Who's next? Sasha Banks? Nia Jax. Oh, well, yeah. So what I've noticed about Nia Jax and people that like Nia Jax is they don't like Nia Jax because she's a good wrestler or good on the mic. They like Nia Jax because she represents a larger woman making it in pro wrestling, Mm. which great. You know, that's your, you know, you're identifying with the character but she's a dangerous worker in the ring has mm. been demonstrated multiple times and yep. she's horrible on the mic. She's getting a little mm. bit better, but mm. you know, she came in there from the fashion world. You know, what do you expect? Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean like, yeah, she's very unsafe and God, her promo when she and Shayna won the belt was one of the most awkward promos I've ever heard in my yeah, it, it's life. it's not good. Like it's not yeah. good. Um. Yeah. Up next is the Bella Twins. Ah, so. good. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. The yeah. Bella Twins yeah. are just they they were shoved down our throats because mm-hmm. they were uh on a on a uh, reality TV show, right? Total divas, total Bellas. They just became ubiquitous in the WWE. And so we, you know, here it is, the Bellas constantly. And then you throw John Cena, who's married, by the way, now, uh, not to a Bella, got secretly married. Uh, so that's something. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, all right. Eh. How many more has this list got? Uh, it's got a few. One, two, three, four. All right, look, there's a couple on this list that I'm going to eliminate. All right. Okay. Big cast. Fuck them. He gone. Um, yeah. 
Uh, X Pac, everybody knows, go away. Heat. Um, uh, Shane McMahon, he's not a wrestler. Uh, uh sir, he is the greatest wrestler in the world. Oh, that's right. Shut up. Shane McMahon, blah. Um, and then Rey Mysterio, we talked about briefly. Baron Corbin, meh. Again, Baron Corbin, I think, falls in line with the gender Mahal thing. No one right, likes yeah. Baron Corbin. Right, yeah. Like, so I guess he's overrated in Vince's eyes, I guess, but yeah. certainly not in the fan eyes. All right. Here's one that I think we'll disagree with. Okay. Carlito. Okay, so because Carlito was on our most underrated uh, list. list. Yeah. So what is this person's justification for Carlito uh, being overrated? Right. Carlito's career only lasted six years, so it's surprising that he rose the ladder pretty quick. There are far more underrated wrestlers that worked for decades and never even got a championship. Carlito showed minimal effort in interviews. That was his fucking gimmick. And his matches were lame. While we're talking about him, the whole eating the apple and spitting it out was a real stupid gimmick. Okay. Um, one, yes. Eating the apple and spitting it out is stupid. Two, everyone ate it up. Like, it was, people thought it was funny. And, like, if you were watching wrestling around that time and you happened to eat an apple, you were going to spit mm-hmm. it at some point. Uh, also, he had pretty good matches. Yeah, no, he had pretty good. No, he had pretty good matches, and like you said, his gimmick was to be like laid back. <laughs> yeah, like does this guy like? I would love to see this guy's view of Orange Cassidy. <laughs> like, yeah. what's up with this guy? He fucking doesn't even give a shit. Like, he just sits there yeah. with his hands in his pocket. Like, this screw this guy. Like, yeah, you gotta understand the gimmick, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this guy, like, there's another one on here. It's like, you don't know how gimmicks work, do you? Okay, what's the uh, other one that he doesn't know how gimmicks work? Triple H. <laughs> okay, what does he say about Triple H? Triple H is a good heel and a fine wrestler, but he couldn't have risen to the top without Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, that was the fucking point. That's why he's a heel. Uh, you know, again, we're we're dealing this list. We're not dealing with the best and the brightest. I'm I'm assuming, you know. So let's uh, like the whole. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. The whole point was he wasn't good enough to make it on his own, so he kidnapped Stephanie McMahon. That was the gimmick. What? <laughs> uh, all right, another one on this list. Mark Henry. Yeah. We've talked. Yeah, we we had a whole episode on Mark Henry. Uh, I think. Yeah, he he had a reign of renaissance towards the end. Yeah. Um, he, like oh, I, the best way I heard it describing is like he was garbage for ten years, and then he just got really good at telling stories. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. That is exactly how Mark Henry got a renaissance. Um. So yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Um. Uh, Randy Orton. Yeah. Boy, you know, the thing is, Randy Orton is kind of, you know, there's a little Cena there, or certainly not the same, uh, like, gimmick-wise, but, like, there is a little of the Cena factor where if Randy wants to turn it on, he can. But yeah. it's that he mostly doesn't want to turn it on because, well, he's getting older, and, like, you're going to get paid no matter what. <laughs> If for yeah. no if for no other reason Vince is scared you're gonna jump over to AEW, so like you know like so yeah I think you know I, there's no reason like I'm not excited if they're really gonna do Randy Orton ver- you know they're they're gonna have Randy Orton versus the Fiend soon and that means that yeah. he's gonna probably beat the Fiend which is dumb and then they're gonna do Randy Orton versus Edge at WrestleMania probably well, I mean uh, unless Randy Orton's the transitional champion to the Fiend. Well, but I guess I guess that would that would go against rumors, though. The rumors are this would oh. be a, a long build to when Edge returns to have a championship match with Edge. I guess they could have Edge cost him the title, and that would mm-hmm. make for the blood feud for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But that's a ways out still, you know, four, five, six months, yeah. five, six months, right? And so. and all right, yeah. and we're on the final one. Okay, and this one I do think 
This one's strange because of, re- of the most recent run, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Okay. So if we take out like what is being considered like what should have been done with Roman Roman uh, for years, which is his Dude, he- him crying in the ring. I was like, holy shit, that's good acting. Yeah. So uh, like, uh, yeah, if this is, if this is two months ago, I'm like, yeah, Roman Reigns 100% deserves to be on this list. Now you're like, oh, you're seeing what happens. Like he's the first Paul Heyman guy that doesn't need Paul Heyman. Yeah. But somehow, great but somehow right Paul now. Heyman helps him out. Yeah. Like, yeah, they've, they found a new way to use Paul Heyman. Like, and, yeah. and the stuff he's been doing with, with the Usos is just, you know, absolutely fabulous. So it's super good. Yeah. This most recent incarnation of Roman is great. Like they accepted he's a dick and yeah, it's so good. Um, but yeah, Roman, yeah, Roman, like here, here's why. Cause Roman had like some crazy strong fan support for a while yeah. and not like, Here's the thing. He was hated by, like, Smarks. Yeah. But loved by Marks. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, and so 100% uh, get where this is coming from. At the, when this was written in 2019. I don't think you can say the same thing of it for right now. So. Yeah. Right now we're, like, uh, erasing him off the list. But we've got that pen ready to put him back, put him back on there, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, for when they inevitably yeah, like, turn him, whenever they turn him face and shove him down our throat again. Uh, but because right, yeah. uh, right now it doesn't feel like he's being shoved down our throat because the, t- the feud's not about the title. Right. No. Yeah. It's about what's wrong with Roman. Yeah. So now we should probably as we you know, we're going to wrap up here in a little bit. But let's let's anything anybody you'd like to throw on uh, and talk about that mm-hmm. you think would go with that most overrated. Um. Let me take a look here. I've got a couple other lists. I'm seeing. Um, I'm looking at this Bleacher Report list from 2011, uh, and we'll just go. I'm just going to list off what they've done because there's some overlap. Lex Luger, One Man Gang again. I guess people hate One Man Gang. Ahmed Johnson. I kind of get that one. Um, Mr. Kennedy is on there. Uh, Buff Bagwell, Chris Masters, Chuck Palumbo. I don't quite mm-hmm. agree with the Diamond Dallas Page being on there. Uh, like. Yeah, Dan. Oh, dude! Whoa, with this Bleacher Report. Dustin. Oh Ro- wait. Doctor David Schultz, Goldberg, <laughs> Greg Gagne, Billy Gunn. I got, I got a list here from 2011 that's got Daniel Bryan on it. <laughs> okay. And yeah. the Hardys. These people are just—they just got axes to grind. Ziggler. They've just got access to grind. Alberto Del Rio, definitely. Kane, uh, unmasked Kane, yeah. I would, Um, I would say I could see Kane. Uh, There are a lot of people that love Kane, and I've kind of never gotten it. You know, well, like a lot of people love Kane because, like, of his uh, debut. Like, I know a fuck ton of like people who were like little kids when Kane debuted. And so because of that, they fucking love Kane. Like, and I can get that. He was cool yeah. as shit. All right? Should have um, kept that cape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Kane also d- will not take a fucking bump. And never would. And it was awful. Yeah. No. I'm gonna... Kane's knee needs to be in the goddamn Hall of Fame. For all the bumps it took. <laughs> Let's see. Um... I'm going to throw out someone. Let's see. I'm going to throw out, try to think of some people to throw out here. Uh, we kind of mentioned RVD a little bit. I mean, I love RVD, but it is kind of the same thing over and over again. Um, what about, you know, you mentioned Bret Hart, so I agree with that. Um, Man, who who is someone in there that I just don't, like, well, I you know we could, I think you might agree with this because I know you don't like him that much, but uh, I think you could put CM Punk on the list. Uh, look, CM Punk, I don't like. I I just never really like jived with him, but like I would admit he is a good wrestler. 
He's no, he's a good wrestler. Uh, but I think the mystery around Punk is what has made him overrated. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. he he be, he's become like this messiah because he went away, you know, mm-hmm. and didn't come back. I know someone who you will think is overrated. Mm-hmm. Pete Dunne. Oh, yeah, I don't like Pete Dunne. I find him incredibly boring. Although he just recently had yeah. a heel turn, so maybe he's going to be... Uh, Maybe that'll help his character a little bit or something like that. But yeah, I don't find Pete Dunn. I don't find a lot of the strong style guys to be that entertaining at times. Like, yeah. Um, is anybody else in there? I, so trying to think of people have gotten pushed. People have gotten, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not huge on Seamus. He's all right, but you know, he is what I, Seamus, Seamus falls into Orton and Cena territory for me. Like he can fucking go when he wants to. Um so I don't I don't particularly I was trying I don't to, yeah. to agree or agree with that. I was trying to think of a tag team to throw in there. And I'm, I'm, Oh uh <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, man. This is me coming oh. at me. I can't I can't say them. Huh? I was gonna say L O D. Yeah, I mean, I uh, they're five moves of doom. They are, they are, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to go with uh, the Steiner brothers. I cannot stand the Steiner brothers. I any Steiner brothers match like that just chalk that up to a Lex Luger match to me. I never mm-hmm. got why people thought the Steiner brothers were good. I just I was like, okay, mm-hmm. great. One of you thinks he's a dog. Good job. I I like Scott Steiner. I, I, <laughs> okay, Scott Steiner, different than the Steiner brothers. Yeah, I, I you know me, like I'm I'm one of those people that likes Matt bait Matt based wrestling. Yeah. like like I have a more of an MMA love than yeah. you do. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I'm more partial to like Matt based and uh, strong style wrestlers than you are. Yeah, and you're more you're more partial to like uh, garbage. Um, but <laughs> what I enjoy some flippy shit. So no, I, I like the flippy shit too. Um, but yeah, I uh, I I agree that they're uh, that the Steiner brothers were not great. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that I I really don't like think get, deserves the praise that they get. Um, man, yeah. I mean, Ziggler, I I agree with, is super overrated. Um, but like the fans have definitely kind of turned on him lately. I don't know that the fans were ever there. I thought I think that the WWE just always thought, oh, we've got a sort of mm-hmm. you know dollar store Shawn Michaels here, right? And so. We can't. I don't know. I know people were like super excited for his world title run, and then he got a concussion. Hmm. I don't. I don't recall that excitement, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, boy, I was just trying to think of anybody else that was there. Oh, uh, you know, you know, I'm gonna say it. Maybe I don't. Maybe I can't back it up. But if I'm going like. Icon overrated. I'm gonna say Sting. Sting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> say Sting. I, I was like, who are you thinking of? And then it's Sting. But I, I can agree with. Can that. you think back? I, can you think back to a single Sting promo that you thought was no, I, I, interesting? No. Um. No, I cannot. Um. Sting. I. If we're gonna go there, uh, British Bulldog. I'll throw on there. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, fuck, who, who was I thinking of? Um, but, but I mean, even British Bulldog, though, like British Bulldog did not come to define a company or no, was always like, no. I mean, Sting. And I, granted, I didn't watch any of the Sting stuff in Impact mm-hmm. or what or TNA or whatever, but mm-hmm. where he did went on, I don't know, crazier stuff, I guess. But like. I mean, oh, I know someone who I know some people for some reason fucking love Crush. 
People love Crush. I know people who love Crush. I always With thought Brian Adams. I always thought people just thought that Crush was the, uh, you know, the the garbage replacement for Axe. <laughs> In demolition, no, I know so. people who like they maybe didn't like him in demolition, but they liked him in other shit. What when he was a disciple of the apocalypse, or when he's in the nation yeah. of domination, or when he was in chronic? True, true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think, uh, boy, yeah, there's, I don't know. To me, to me, if we're looking at big, big, iconic names, I mean, MVP, <laughs> yeah. He, MVP's doing some of his best stuff right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, MVP's in the same boat as Roman. Like, like he's, they found a good role for him uh, in, you know, being mm-hmm. with uh, the Hurt Business and sort of leading that group and, you know. Yeah. Any, any, like, <clears throat> before the last year, MVP is on that list for sure. Well, Ethan, I think we should probably wrap it up. Just like, you know, I don't know, I, I, I'm using wrap it up because I have to do a podcast with Tom King here in a minute. And um, that'll come up on that in a little bit, I'm sure. Uh, I want everybody out there, if you're listening to this on Monday or this week or whatever, everybody, look, this is a little little old message from, from Devo to y'all out there. This is going to be a stressful week for a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. and uh, especially Tuesday and Wednesday. So if you're out there, just realize that people are going to be a little stressed out. So maybe, you know, take a chill pill, you know, and uh, and uh, let's all, I think we're all hoping that... Uh, the right thing happens. <laughs> uh, and then when that happens, that the streets don't explode into flames. Yeah. So, and he means the right thing. Yes. The right thing. Uh, we need to keep, <laughs> we need to keep WWE hall of famers in the white house is what happening. So by that, I mean, America <laughs> is going to write in drew Carey to be your next president. Of the- uh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, just, Obviously vote, but you've heard that from a thousand fucking people, so blur. By but, this point, uh, you probably have already. <laughs> yeah, by this point, you already, like, I voted uh, yesterday, so. Um, but, you know, uh, just, like, shit's gonna suck for, like, a week. And then, hopefully, it dies down a little bit. Um, but, yeah. Um, let's just, uh, you know, be kind to each other. And if you can't avoid the internet as much as possible, do so. Unless you're listening to one of the podcasts on the Soundstooth Network. In that case, then that's not the real internet. No, so (laughs) that's that's our secret underground internet. But no, all right. But we, yeah. Um, uh, I want to plug a couple things real fast. So your butt. Obviously, I'm gonna yes. Just oh man, don't plug it so hard. Um, firstly, Knights of the Sound table is on hiatus at the moment but we are starting a new uh, campaign we shall be releasing episodes i'm thinking in about two to three weeks so there's that also i will be on an episode of the friday night death slot talking about galaxy quest um with quinn blakely and uh bradley mcpherson and on top of all of that me, Quinn Blakely, and Landry Miller just revived the Talk Show Inc. podcast. We released episode one last this most recent Saturday, which was yesterday, and we're going to be releasing a second episode uh, next Saturday, and that's going to be a new Saturday podcast for y'all. All right. Well, that's great. Uh, so between the betwixt the two of us, we make up uh, half the network at this point, uh, <laughs> 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 or more than half of the network. Uh, and wait, what, yeah, I've got three podcasts now, and I'm going to be appearing on a bunch. Friday of Friday night. That's do do you mean Friday night fuckboys? Because that's that's that's, yeah. that's mine. That's what I know for those guys from. But yeah, no, check out all those great shows. Uh, you can catch me on Getting Greasy Red State Blues. Uh, I'm going to be on. Uh, I, I do the quickies for Digital Intercourse, but I'm going to be recording a full episode about presidential sex scandals here in a little bit <clears throat> for Digital Intercourse. <coughs> check us out uh, online everywhere you want to be. Uh, so. Yeah, and definitely check out Getting Greasy. Uh, we, you know, you can hear that, uh, you know, Beantown bumfuck uh, Sean Singleton on there, and uh, and Zach Amon, and all that fun stuff. And if you are <clears throat> in town and you want to come out, if the weather is nice, we do an outdoor open mic Wednesday nights at the Hunt Club. Uh, if the weather is not nice, then we ask you to mask up and stay the fuck away from us as we go inside for it. Uh, so 
It's week by week. Check out our uh, Facebook to figure out if it's going to be inside or outside because that's usually going to be a game time decision. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Ethan, you got any last final words for everybody out there? Uh, I love you. <laughs> I love you and I'm in love with you. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Please remember to be safe and make good decisions. And let's go get that orange buffoon out of the White House. Peace. Oh.